Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast where I explore the common and uncommon interests of Black people in order to help us feel seen. Please feel free to rate us and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, five stars only because we are five-star bitches, we're Dio Gotti. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all of the things. I'm your host, Sequoia. And today, joining me to talk about tattoos, we have self-taught, multi-hyphenate artist. You may have seen him on Ink Master Season 15, or you may recognize him from TikTok, where he shares his work, specifically his original tattoo style, Afro-Americana. Please welcome tattoo artist Aaron Davis to the show. Hi, Aaron. So good to have you. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I am doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Honestly, it's been a very chill day because I've had a super busy week. Oh, we love a chill day in the midst of a busy week. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I love like an empty Sunday is really mm-hmm. my vibe lately. I'm like, don't ask me to do nothing on Sundays. I'm not coming out the house. The weeks be enough. I'm mm-hmm. good. So yeah, I'm Sunday, on Sunday has always been one of those just like uneventful days throughout my whole entire life i feel like nothing has ever i've never done anything special on a sunday like period (laughs) (laughs) that's the way it goes absolutely and i like it like that personally Mm -hmm. okay before we dive into the world of tattoos we have song of the week Aaron, i'm interested to hear what you brought for us what kind of music you be into okay so like it's funny because this isn't really like a song that i'm especially into um Mm -hmm. but because this is uh um, about the Paramore podcast. Um, my wife, she's really, really, really into Paramore. That's her favorite band of all time. Like she's mm-hmm. just, she's just loved it since she was a child. And I've never really listened to Paramore. And honestly, a lot of white artists growing up. Uh, <laughs> Fair. My wife, she really kind of <laughs> expanded my um, musical preferences. And so uh, she always says that when she thinks about me, she uh, she remembers this song. Uh, you are the only exception. <sighs> Yeah, because, like, she always says that she just doesn't like men in general. Wow. And as somebody who also dates men and, uh, you know, is attracted to men, I understand because a lot of them are just kind of terrible people. Um, So, like, her (laughs) saying that, like, I'm basically the only exception to men that she dates, I'm just like... I don't know. That just that just kind of it warms my heart, you know. <laughs> wow. No. And applause to you for being somebody's only exception. Like, <laughs> God, you really out yeah. here doing the Lord's work. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, I just I just fucks with it. That's beautiful. Do you like this? Like, have you heard the song? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I started listening to Paramore more recently since we've been together. We've been married for four and a half years. So, yeah, I started listening to Paramore because of my wife. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's a really good put on. Wife mm-hmm. must have fantastic taste. Oh, yeah. Kiss. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like immaculate, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, I'm happy you like the song. That is so precious. That is a beautiful song for somebody to, like, dedicate to you. Mm-hmm. If somebody said that to me, I would be very excited. But I feel like... Never mind. We do. I was gonna say women is harder to be the only exception because overall we're I mean, kind of okay. We're doing y'all, okay. Y'all, you know? y'all are pretty. Y'all are pretty good. Cause like, oh, my, like uh, side note, like me and my wife, we're we're poly. Um, so we date separately. She has a boyfriend. I have uh, I have two girlfriends and shit like that. So it's like we date separate. Um, and it's very, it's kind of easy to find women likable and just femmes and gen- honestly just non men in general, whether they're like period. Uh, like yeah it's just it's just a lot easier to find uh non-men just better people because i don't know men are just they they have weird mindsets and expectations and uh you know we, we could go on for days about this you, but, know, you know you know if you know you know if you get it you get it if you know you know i was just having a conversation with my friends i'm not going to get into it i'll talk to you about it after the show but yes the, <laughs> the mindsets are an issue that said great song Mm-hmm. My song of the week this week. I'll preface this by saying I'm really trying to get back into my music bag, trying to rediscover all the music I used to love as a kid, find new music, because I will be damned if I spend X amount of hours listening to that man again. And my Spotify rap tells me that. And y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what man was at the top of everybody's fucking Spotify list. There has to be payola involved here. I refuse to believe that all of us <laughs> spent our whole year listening to that one man. I'll be damned. So I'm trying to get back into my music bag. I really like the song Pull Me Back by Chingy and Tyrese. That's an old one. Oh, I wow. had forgot about the song a little bit. I had like it had like slipped my brain. And then I remember being a kid coming home from school, watching 106 in Park. And I remember it being like the longest running number one song on 106 Mm -hmm. in Park. It was like on a streak. And I was obsessed with it. Clearly, everybody was obsessed with it because people Mm -hmm. was putting it number one. So, yeah, that one was a hit. And it's crazy because I actually have very strong feelings about that song. Oh, please share. I'm so excited. Uh, So... I actually have a strong dislike of that song, like because because of the same reasons you said. Uh, every time that my mom picked me up and was driving the car, that song would be on the radio. It'd be yes. on 106 in Parkford like a year and a half, and I'm just like, why do y'all like this song so much? This is really not that good of a song. Like I could, there are like five Chingy songs that are better than this. And it's I'm fair. not even a Chingy fan. Like that's fair. You know and what? I, and also. Yes. Side note, like this is that was also the first time that I realized that Tyrese was a singer as well, too. Fair. Because I got introduced to Tyrese like during Baby Boy. So I just was like, oh, this nigga's an actor, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then I was like, oh, he sings too. That's kind of weird. And like he sings all this terrible song. I don't, I'm not fucking with it. But this you know. This terrible song at that. Oh my God. Please, Aaron. Please. <laughs> you know? I just I just feel a way about songs during that time that played constantly. Same with uh, uh, Jeezy's Soul Survivor. I hated it. You're that. killing me, Aaron. He's <laughs> like, Jeezy's Soul Survivor might be one of my favorite songs, period. You're wow, killing that's me. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, 
Uh, see that that is the first song that I read going back to payola. That's the first time I realized something is weird. Something that's wrong, something's wrong with this because like I would <laughs> I would go from one station and they'd be playing Soul Survivor and then go to another different station playing the same song just like thirty seconds earlier. And I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, what is this chokehold that this song has on the radio? It's just a crazy. great one. It's a great one. Okay, it's, now, um... now to be fair. <laughs> there are other chiggy songs that are better than this one most definitely i also recently rediscovered because i forgot about uh what is the name of this song i literally just had it in my head one call away featuring mm-hmm. jason weaver do you remember that one yeah also didn't like that one either but you know we could, we could, um, we could. you know what <laughs> you know what let's move forward you're let's like and the, the section and and you know segment. what it's over now. Cut, cut the cameras that ass okay <laughs> okay <laughs> We are moving on to a new segment because mm-hmm. now I'm hurt. Topic at hand is tattoos. So, Aaron, mm-hmm. you invented an entire tattoo style called Afro-Americana. Can you explain what Afro-Americana style is? Okay. Well, I'll preface this by saying Afro-Americana it's existed well before I started tattooing. Well, well before that. Um, I just kind of popularized the name Afro-Americana uh, because... When I first started tattooing, um, I didn't know anything about tattoos, but literally knew nothing about it. Uh, And during my apprenticeship, I was just like, okay, let me draw some things. Let me just have some fun. And I started working on some traditional designs because, I don't know, it just looked kind of fun. I was like, let me try this out. I don't know nothing about traditional. Um, It kind of just reminded me of some white boy shit. Uh, (laughs) I I was just like, "Mm, fuck it. Let me try it out you know just to see and i had a lot of fun designing it it was just a good time i I, like the drawing process was really exciting so i was like oh okay cool bet uh i'll do traditional and i'll just draw black people because i mean that's i'm like that's who i'm gonna tattoo anyways like Mm -hmm. i'm black i love black people i'm in atlanta and even before i started tattooing i used to work full-time as a children's book illustrator so oh my gosh that is so cool yeah, yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. And just like with children's books in general, like if there was a character in the book that the race of the character wasn't specifically mentioned, I'll just make them black just because. I'm like, there's there's not that many black kids in children's books. Let me just make them black. Absolutely. You know? Tasteful. So I was, yeah, you know, and who's going to try me? Who's going to say like, oh, I don't want black kids in, in children's books? Like, mm-hmm. Who's, who's going to say that? going to beat my ass. Right. So, exactly. You know, I'm the artist. <laughs> so, you know, y'all, y'all can deal with it. You can um, deal with it. <laughs> and so, like, when I went into tattooing, I was just like, oh, okay, I'll just do the same shit, you know? And I didn't mm-hmm. think that it was, like, that big of a deal. I was just like, oh, I'm sure this has been done before. Like, like this is not, this is not nothing new. Let me just, like, find how people have drawn Black people in the style. And it took me, like like two to like five months to even find like three people that have like done similar shit like that before and i was like this shouldn't be this hard Mm -hmm. you know because if Mm -hmm. you search african-american traditional it come up as some shit that you didn't really want if you search black traditional it would just come up with regular traditional tattoos that just weren't in color uh so i was just like oh well all right, bet. Like this is really, really difficult to find, and I know I'm. I can't. I'm not the first person that's done this before. So let me uh, try to see if I could popularize this name Afro Americana to basically make it easier for 
uh, black people like me to find this stuff. Because mm-hmm. if as a as an artist who's trying to seriously get into this, if I can't find it, I know for a fact that regular just people that just want the tattoos aren't going to be able to find it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely makes sense. Yeah, I appreciate that you look down the line like that. You're like, okay, there needs to be a specific term that people can type in when they are looking for this style of artwork because it's not that it doesn't exist is that it doesn't have is there's no collection of it anywhere mm-hmm. if you're looking for it you can't find it so making it easier to find and also giving people mm. more work to reference is so helpful i'm sure people yeah. appreciate it yeah and like since i uh kind of just been pushing this name and like really pushing the style i found like maybe like 10 to 12 artists like around the world who do this on a more regular basis so you know it's building a nice little community a nice little net people that have started it maybe after i started tattooing people have done it like years before i have like i have mm-hmm. tattoos from people um like one of my homies west holland he's also a dope artist in atlanta he's like done my done my neck and did this like little a uh, little thick plus size um, oh, artist yes. pinup girl on my arm. Oh like yes, you know it's just finding other black artists who are doing this similar type of thing. It's just it's really fucking cool and be- being able to really connect people together. Uh, it just it just feels like a nice community right now. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Oh, I love when I find community in what I do. That's similar to how I feel about podcasting. I'm like I started this because it felt like it needed to be started, mm-hmm. and then through the way i'm like oh i also found a community so i'm happy when other black people can find communities within their niches as well like you with tattooing of course oh, that's now, do you have a favorite tattoo i know that's hard to answer on my body yes uh let me see uh do you want to see it it's like on my on my sternum <laughs> i'm down <laughs> I i'm down gonna, to see I'm it yes like flash you like <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready i'm prepared uh mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh by this artist uh jalen jalen frizzle they're in montreal canada mm-hmm. um and i happened to catch them when they were in uh in new york but it's this big like lady head on my on my sternum oh shit it is yeah. huge oh my god yeah, is that a massive pick? What is mm-hmm. that? Is that a picture? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do great, great work. Like, I've been a, that, they were one of the like three artists that I talked about when I was like, oh, I found people that do similar stuff at the mm-hmm. beginning of my tattoo journey. Uh, but yeah, they do fantastic work. I love them. Like, they're just, and also just great energy. Um, that's also another thing, too, about the people who do this type of Afro Americana work. They're just nice people. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, that's more important than anything. Like, yeah, like, like I like when tattoo artists do good work, but like, are you kind to your clients? Are you a good person? Do you like, uh, do you make people, do you make your clients uncomfortable for whatever reason, whether it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, a lot of women feel uncomfortable with tattoo shots just for, because of like, you know, just sexual harassment and shit like that. Do you, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you respect people's pronouns and shit like that? Like, mm-hmm. what, like, can we like are you a a respectful decent human being that's like mm-hmm. way more important to me than if you are a good artist because there's a lot of good artists out there who are like just shitty human beings you know absolutely mm, we we won't we won't name names but absolutely <laughs> you know <laughs> i feel like attitudes toward tattoos have changed within my lifetime absolutely mm-hmm. do you feel like the attitudes have shifted within your lifetime or I feel mm. that way. Um, yeah. I think just this natural kind of uh, openness and like people mm. stop giving a fuck. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, like tattoos, like like they're not as much like job stoppers anymore. It's like everybody that. has tattoos. I think one in 
like one in three people have tattoos, have at least one tattoo in the United States now. Um, mm-hmm. And it's only growing because of the the openness to tattoo media and like the availability of like different uh, tattoo styles as like, they're not seen as just biker tattoos anymore. It's like, you could actually have art on your body, like art art, you know? Yes, 100%. That definitely feels like it's it's contributed to the shift in narrative. And I feel like for Black people specifically, a lot of us grew up with a, a level of like religious shame around mm-hmm. tattoos and yeah. also like the respectability politics angle of it. Where it's like, like you said, like, oh, you're not going to be able to get a job or people aren't going to take you seriously and you're already mm-hmm. Black. And so you also don't want blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is for a lot of people to do the thing in order for that to not even be true anyway. So I feel like a lot yeah. of black people have been like, fuck it, like you said, mm-hmm. and gotten their tattoos and nobody cares. Nobody yeah, cares because you're not going to find nobody to work. If you're looking for nobody with tattoos, <laughs> you're not going to find nobody. <laughs> exactly. It's like that just weeds out everybody, you know? And Most it's kind of interesting because like growing up, I didn't even think that I would have any tattoos. I didn't really think oh, about wow. tattoos like that at all. Yeah. Um, Cause I got my first tattoo on like my 18th birthday and it, the only reason I got it was because I wanted to do something cool. You know, I was <laughs> like, I was like, I don't, at the time I was like, I don't drink. I don't really smoke like that at that point. I was like, let me, let me do something cool. Let me like, I don't know, get a tattoo or something. Yeah. You know? Like. <laughs> And I didn't think about tattoos because, like, to be honest, like, everybody I knew that had tattoos had, like, kind of lame ones. You know, it's like a nigga would just have, like, blessed on the fucking inside of their arm or something. And there's like, that. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about tattoos as something interesting back then. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yes. That's historically where I've been on tattoos as well. I don't. I still don't have tattoos. I'm 29 now. I have oh, never really? gotten one. No, I've never gotten one just because it's never crossed my mind to get one. You need to come to Atlanta. I know, right? And my partner just started getting tattoos like within the last like year or so. And now he has a sleeve and Mm -hmm. is working on the other sleeve. And since he started getting them, I started to be like, wait, do I I need to see? Do I need to see what's up with a tattoo? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just that it's that first one you need to get out the way. I promise mm-hmm. you, like once you get that first one done, you're gonna be like, oh shit, you're gonna look up and you're gonna a year later you're gonna have your whole, whole arm covered, you know? That's this nigga, hundred percent. My partner <laughs> literally got one tattoo, suddenly had a sleeve. People who hadn't seen us in like three months were like, mm-hmm. Do you suddenly have a bunch of tattoos that I just missed that you always had these? She's like, no, I just got the <laughs> like, you got nah, a sleeve. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Within a short amount of time like that, that's crazy. Because yeah. it's cool because it's like you really get to decorate your body exactly the way you want it to. And that's like, I didn't really think about it like that until I like had a lot of my body covered. Um, but you can really decorate your body to a specific point and be like, and just like, you can feel yourself becoming the image of who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's very, I don't know, there's like a, there's a relieving feeling about that, you know? Mm-hmm. That started to feel like, uh, mm-hmm. what is it called? When manifestation, like yeah. you can put stuff on you that like kind of is who you want to be, you know, mm-hmm. growing into exactly who you, your idealized version of yourself, at least in a physical form. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that 
probably helps mentally you to grow into your idealized version of yourself as well. Yeah. And you feel better about your body too. Like I didn't, I didn't like my legs um, growing up. I just was like, Oh, I got little toothpick legs. They skinny as fuck. Um, Even though I actually do have like some thick legs, but I don't know. It might be the body dysmorphia in me or something like that. Mm. Um, But yeah, I was like, I was like, I'd never wore shorts. I was like, uh, I look weird. I don't like that at all. Mm. And then I started getting tatted and I was like, Oh no, I need to show these bitches off. Like I need to like, (laughs) I, I put some effort into this motherfucker like i'm like listen like the summertime is my favorite time of year for one because it's warm but also mm-hmm. like i get to show my shorts you know i gotta gotta put my hoochie daddy shorts on and everything i'm about to say so, you're trying to come out the clothes yeah you're yeah. trying to be on some hoochie daddy shorts <laughs> yeah <laughs> i you definitely know? feel that uh-huh. and so yeah it's good mm-hmm. i also know a lot of tattoo artists claim that they can't or don't tattoo dark skin mm-hmm. do you feel like you've experienced bias being both a black person with tattoos and a black tattoo artist yeah definitely both mm-hmm. um because you know the the narratives that black people can't get color or black people can't get certain styles and things done because of their skin color i have to re-educate a lot of my clients because they think oh i can't do that i can't do this i can't do that i'm like no 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 no, no. you just have to go to an artist who actually cares about your skin that's really mm-hmm. the main thing because it's interesting. I There are people who have been tattooing for like five times as long as I have. I've been mm-hmm. tattooing for like four and a half years. And I know for a fact that I've tattooed more black people than they've ever tattooed in their career. Certainly. And like the, like, it's not about us not being able to get things. It's just about doing it in a way that makes it work for our skin and just learning and taking the time to actually like figure out how things work because we get color um it's just about contrast it's about color theory it's like all about all of that stuff and white people they don't have to like they don't they don't take the time to think about that when it comes to us because for one they barely have black clients um and the ones that do reach out to them they probably just shoot them away and be like oh i can't do that uh because it can't be done they don't even think about it like that they just can't be done yeah, they just they're just ignorant and don't even want to try, you know. Yeah. So I have to re-educate a lot of my clients and just show them, hey, nah, this could be done. And so many of my clients, uh, I don't know, appreciate for me, appreciate that for uh, from me. Yeah. And I just like people, you know, just being happy with their skin. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I don't, I want people to like have the ink that they really, really fucking want. You know, so I put effort into the shit. And even stuff that I didn't know at first, I just took the time to learn. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't perfect at tattooing us. There's not a lot of education on tattooing black skin because people don't give a fuck. So it's a lot of trial and error. And I've tried and I've made mistakes and I've grown. And now I'm pretty good at tattooing us, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we appreciate the trial and error. You can never get the experience of tattooing on darker skin if you don't, one, work at it. And two, you don't do it. Like, uh, mm-hmm. That's yeah. the whole thing. And of course, they probably don't have black clientele because you go look at their work and there's no black people. Mm-hmm. So why would I yeah. trust you to tattoo me? You know? Exactly. You know, and, and like ninety and like ninety-eight percent of my clients are black. Congratulations to you for living a dream. Oh, thank you. You know, what what city mm-hmm. do you stay in? LA. LA? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm actually gonna be out there um in, in September next year for like the uh what's it called? The Golden State Expo. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be my first time in, in LA specifically. 
Okay, well, let me know when you get out here if you need a tour guide or you okay. have places that and you want to hit. Out there, let me know if you want some ink. I got okay. you. Okay, okay. I'm scared. <laughs> gonna, if I do get it, you'll be the first. Happen. You'll be my first tattoo. If I, if I do get it tattoo, you will be my. I won't have anything before that. You'll be my mm-hmm. first one. I only trust you to do okay, this. Bet. <laughs> okay, ink master questions. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about ink master a little bit. All right, cool. What was your experience like on the show? Do you feel like it was a good environment for an up-and-coming Black tattoo artist, or is it just good TV exposure? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this. I was actually, like, a huge fan of the show beforehand. Like, during my apprenticeship, I used to, like, watch Ink Master constantly. Oh and I didn't. Gosh. Yeah, I didn't know about the show before I started tattooing because I don't really watch reality TV like that. Um, but I love reality competition shows like mm-hmm. MasterChef, Hell's Kitchen, um, and Ink Master being, like, pretty much the only competition artist show I just like just gravitated towards, especially when I started tattooing. Um, so I was a huge, huge fan of the show. Um, I can't really speak for other artists. Cause I, after talking with other black artists who've been on the show, like, you know, they have their own experiences about, you know, uh, you know, being black on the show. And I mean, also Ink Master, they had a change in companies too. They used to be with Spike and now it's with Paramore or oh, Paramount. Yeah. Um, yes. So, you know, it's different experiences. But for me, I had a great time. Not even gonna mm-hmm. lie. I, I had a fantastic, fantastic experience. Like 10 out of 10, great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the only shitty thing is like after the fact, like the comments and the, the, the people who watch Ink Master and their really shitty opinions and terrible, oh. uh, terrible thoughts and opinions on shit. That was like a zero out of 10. I hated that. Like they like, I, I like they are the Ink Master fans are a different breed of of people. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. like, uh, I did enjoy just I enjoyed being on TV. I enjoyed the production aspect of things. I was very surprised that I actually liked every single person who I was competing against. Um, because I was expecting like at least like half of them to be assholes. You know, mm-hmm. I just I was like, oh, they're just gonna be dicks. Uh, they're just not gonna be nice people. But yeah. I don't know. Like they they were all fucking fucking good people and like you know really really nice. So uh, it's it's like a at least my season felt like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, I still I still talk to them niggas like all the fucking time. You know, oh. we're actually gonna be fucking um in Vegas celebrating uh like during the the season finale when it comes out. We're just gonna all go out there and celebrate and shit like that. So great time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could recommend to other people because it is kind of a it is kind of a tough situation to be in. Um, but I I have no regrets at all. Mm-hmm. And there's I'm so been happy a lot to hear that. Mm-hmm. You're so good on camera too. Like you felt very natural. Like I feel like a lot of people can have their first time on TV. I don't know if it was your first time on TV, was it? Yeah, it was. A lot of people's first time on TV can be very awkward, very stiff. And it seemed like you weren't even paying attention to the cameras. Like you weren't thinking mm-hmm. about the cameras. You were thinking about the art, showcasing who you are as a person for mm-hmm. real. And it seemed good. It was good. You know, I used to I used to host a host a poetry open mic every like first Thursday. So like I'm kind of used to speaking in front of people mm-hmm. um, and just performing and all that good stuff. And I mean, also, I don't know. I, I know I'm there for TV. I know like let me let me be myself. Let me be me because like I didn't plan to. Well, I don't know. Spoiler alert. I don't know. Like I didn't last that long, but uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, but you know. 
I, I plan on being there for longer, but I'm like, even if I'm only here for a short time, I want people to like see me, you know, I uh-huh. want to be seen because at the end of the day, like I'm on here for me, but I'm also more so on here to just showcase Afro-Americana in general. That's like mm-hmm. really like, that was my goal. Um, so I was like, listen, I'm here. I'm going to show out. I'm going to just be me. And yeah, we're just going to do what we do. And you did that. You really showed out. You really showcased the style. It's beautiful. I'm happy that people got to see it. And people know it exists now. That's the really important thing. People who want the tattoos know Mm -hmm. that, oh, I can actually get exactly what I want and not whatever I have to settle for because whatever bullshit reason somebody told me. Yeah. You know, so mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very much mission accomplished. Did you have a favorite (laughs) judge or host from Uh, any season? mm -hmm. Well, I really love Nico, Nico Hurtado in general, just because he's like, uh, he's really, really fucking sweet. Like he is like, a, like he's like unrealistically nice to where you're like, is this actually real? Is this really is this who real? he is? Like, yeah. But like just hearing like podcast interviews from him before and stuff like that, I'm like, nah, he's like a real, real sweetheart. Uh, so I really, really fucks with him heavy. You know, mm-hmm. um, and of course, I love the the OG classic uh, classic judges. You know, uh, uh, Dave Navarro, Chris Nunez, uh, Oliver Peck. Even though Oliver did, you know, the blackface shit, but you know, that's you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. Like he he was my favorite judge, and it's like when I heard about that, I'm like, I kind of have to hate you now. You know, yeah, <laughs> like kind of have to right. hate you, but like you know, I'm like. I, I like you so much. <laughs> you hurt but, you me. Know. Yeah, like, why would you hurt me by doing some dumb shit? You was my fave. Why, why yeah, you doing like you that? Know what I mean? yeah. But it's another thing, too, of like, you know, I don't, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with certain people, you kind of can't be surprised when stuff happens, you know? Yes, to be expected. Totally, totally hear you. Favorite contestant. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite contestant other than yourself? Or is um, it yourself? Because that's okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, like I said, like, I know I, I have a special place in my heart for like everybody who's on my season, you know. Um, so like, like I love I love all them niggas really. Yeah. Um, uh, but like in other seasons, let's say uh, I really like uh, this dude Christian Buckingham. He just he's this this white dude who's just a dope ass tattoo artist. He had just mm-hmm. a great energy personality, um, and I he was like one of my favorite people when. Uh, the like when I was watching it, benching it back in the day, and it's kind of funny because he reached out to me like when the season came out and shit like that. Yeah. He followed me. He was like, "Oh, I love the work that you're doing. It's so important. Like, you know, all these like these white people have been getting away with like not including black people in the shit." And he's he's just been very he was very vocal about like his appreciation of my style. And I'm like, "Damn, that's fucking cool. I love you, bro. Like, you're like you my guy." Aww. And then. It's funny because I went to his page and I was just I was just scrolling down his page just because I you know as an artist you do that sometimes yeah and he had posted like a black pinup girl like months ago and shit like that and it was like the first line was like oh I've been studying critical race theory and I was like okay like, hold Whoa. on <laughs> I was like excuse me okay <laughs> uh, and like you know I don't want to like you know, like, give white people too, too much, because it's like, yeah, you should study it. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's still yeah. just, like, a thing. Of, like, I wasn't expecting that. And I've yeah. never I've never really went on no white person's page and seen them even talk about crit- critical race theory in that way Ever. before. And just saying, like, oh, yeah, like, I've 
uh, I've been slagging because I've never seen uh, like black people represented in uh, in the style. So like I wanted to do my own way, like my own version of this. And he just he did a like a black lady hit a black pinup, and it was just it was beautiful. I love mm-hmm. it, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just very cool that he actually took the time to do that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, besides him too, like there's also like really dope people, like um, like one of my homies, Oba great black tattoo artist uh I actually just met him for the fr- first time la- uh last week when I went to this black tattoo uh, ta- uh black tattoo conference mm-hmm. um shout out to them the black tattoo expo great time a lot of dope black artists just gathered in one place just building and shit together oh. um but yeah he's a he's queer just uh black amazing artist uh just love his energy that's my guy um oh. uh yeah just like uh, this other dude, Tim, he's he's really fucking cool. Danger Dave. Uh, there's a lot of like really dope black artists that I really fucks with mm-hmm. on the show. It's just, it's just, it's just a good energy. You know what I mean? And I I love those people. Yeah, I love that you binged it before you went on it, so that you have your faves and that they reach out mm-hmm. to you. That's so cute. They reach out to you after you were mm-hmm. on the show. How did that feel? Did that feel like? It felt oh, shit, fucking. This is crazy. It felt fucking crazy because like I be seeing these people on the internet on tv and stuff like that i'm just like you know when you see people you're like oh they exist yes but like they're not anywhere in my room they're not know? real for real but they are real but they're you know yeah. you exist on the like, screen yeah it's kind of like I, I feel like you might feel this way when you interview certain people where you're like oh shit like because I didn't, I didn't i didn't really know about this podcast before you like y'all reached out and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i was like okay let me see what y'all got going on um i saw like y'all interview kid fury i'm like <sighs> i love the read like that's <laughs> my that's that's my shit you know i, I, I love the read so much yes oh it's so great um uh, i went i went to i didn't i didn't end up going to one of their live shows but i went to one of their pop-ups when they came to atlanta yeah. uh and so like you know meeting like uh, meeting people from like the friend zone and shit like that like while they were setting like working with the pop-up shit i was like that's cool as fuck dustin and them I'm, yeah yeah um i'm sure you probably felt that way when you actually met uh actually interviewed Haley williams both both of them yes kid fury and Haley. i was like this is weird like especially mm. Haley. kid fury i feel like i don't spend much time looking at kid fury so looking at mm-hmm. him was less startling it was kind of startling to like hear my voice on a podcast with his voice i was like mm. this is crazy this is somebody <laughs> i've been listening to for seven eight years now so this is crazy as hell to hear that's my voice and his voice okay sure feels like it's supposed to be crystal i'm like "Mm, this don't feel right (laughs) something wrong i don't know Mm -hmm. and then Haley, because i have actually spent time looking at this lady it was so weird to be in the same room with her i was like oh my gosh first of all she's tiny tiny the smallest (laughs) person i've ever really come in contact with Mm -hmm. and this is weird that she's just right in front of me so 100% 100% yeah. feel that. People don't be real until they're real, you know? Like that. Like you're in there and you're like, wow, hold up. You're a person. That's crazy. A whole you know? person. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Yeah. Oh, speaking of too, like uh, it, you just kind of reminded me. I also just randomly met K- Chris Nunez last week. Mm-hmm. Not even having to do with anything Ink Master. It's just like while the Black Tattoo Expo was going on, we were, we were in Miami. And yeah. Uh, Chris, he was like, we went to this little taco bar thing to just have a little mixer and shit. And Chris, he was just walking down the street randomly, like, and I was, I turned, I was like, is that? I was like, is that, is that, is that Chris? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, Chris, what? like, it, it was completely unplanned. So I'm like, wow, this is like insane. Um, so yeah, that 
that random sound note you just reminded me of that but yeah let's take a break when we get back we'll get into popular tattoo trends what your tattoo placement says about you and so much back for another game you know it what's going on just one more week till max fun drive <laughs> hard to believe it's been a heck of a year since the last one we're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. More. Stay tuned. This busy holiday season, you could be searching for some nutrient-dense, tasty meals to keep you going on busy days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for all three meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. With chef-made, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals dropped off at your doorstep, you can't go wrong. Save time and energy, all while maintaining your healthy lifestyle during the holidays. This December, get Factor and appreciate eating well minus the inconvenience. Just pick your meals and enjoy fresh, mouth-watering meals delivered to your door. Ready in only two minutes without all the prep and without all the mess. Head to factormeals.com slash blacklovemusic50 to use code blacklovemusic50 to get 50% off. That's code blacklovemusic50 at factormeals.com slash blacklovemusic50 to get 50% off. And we're back. I'm here with Afro-Americana tattoo artist Aaron Davis. Aaron, let's go through some popular tattoo trends. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's chat. You tell me, uh, just tell me your thoughts on them. Okay, cool. The cherries, the cherry tattoos. Do you remember when people used to have cherries on like mm -hmm. on the titties? Yeah. I mean, as somebody who doesn't like cherries, uh, I would never get them tattooed. Like, I don't, I think that they're probably one of the worst fruits. <laughs> okay, and wait, do I, you mean like cherries? Like, you know how you can get a bag of cherries from the supermarket? Or are yeah. you talking about like the cherries that come in liquid? That you put like in drinks, both. Okay, you said autumn. And I, I also hate mm -hmm. anything cherry flavored, like cherry flavored mm -hmm. candy, cherry mm -hmm. coke, uh, <laughs> like literally like cherry, like cherry medicine, like everything like involving cherries, atrocious. You know. Okay, so cherries are out for you. Rose tattoos. Uh, see, it's kind of interesting. Like, I feel like they're very unoriginal, but like, I also have like five of them. So, okay. Uh, you know, I have a have a rose tattoo on my hand. You know, oh, so, nice. You know, That's like, pretty. yeah, it's it's one of those classic things where it's like, this is so basic, but I still love it at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Super fair. Now, what about tramp stamps? 
Um, I, it's funny because I haven't done many tramp stamps. I feel like that's like a trend that's like that was in like the nineties and two thousands that isn't uh that isn't really done that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, I like sluts. You know, sluts are cool. <laughs> and likewise, you know, like and identify uh, as sometimes. Know, okay, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was much more of a slut back in like 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 two years ago to like three years ago. Um, I've slowed down mainly just because I don't have the time to be a slut. Okay. Like, I'm, okay. I, and like, I kind of have a lot of partners too currently. So it's like, you know, there's not as much time to like fuck new people. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. You're just coming out of your slut era. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're I might dip now. back into it eventually, but you uh-huh. know, right now I'm, I'm kind of just over on the side of the pool, you know, just kind of, you know, on the bench, you know, getting some, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not in, in the pool, you know? Mm-hmm. Very, very. You don't choose the slut life. The slut life chooses you. And so you can, you know, it's always <laughs> going to be around you dip and dab. Mm-hmm. It's always you, there. It's always there. It's always option. We can always go back. Mm-hmm. Chinese. <laughs> writing because sometimes it don't even the chinese characters don't really be what they saying what they supposed to say mm-hmm. so see, I feel for, chinese writing. see for me i don't i don't tattoo anything that the person can't understand like if you Perfect. don't read chinese i'm not going to do it on you if you don't know yeah. arabic i'm not going to tattoo that on, on you uh i'm i'm very much a person where i'm like let's let's do what you are you know mm-hmm. what i mean like even with like indigenous uh like tattoos like dream catcher and stuff like that i'm like let, let's stick away from that you 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 are you don't have no connection to that whatsoever so like Super let's just steer away from that you know and it's funny that you bring up the arabic tattoos because i feel like the chinese tattoos were kind of the 90s early 2000 trend and now the pipeline is the arabic tattoos mm-hmm. that feels like the uh the the, the, the the pipeline yeah mm-hmm. if you had a chinese tattoo in the early 2000s the likelihood that you also won an arabic tattoo mm-hmm. in 2023 is probably high <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. I i'm just like i don't why, why do you like it's like it'd be kind of weird if i like saw i don't know like a japanese person and they had strength on the on their arm just going up <laughs> like that it's like <laughs> and then they they walk up to me and be like oh yeah this means beauty and i'm like no Mm-mm. Or what if it said mm-hmm. like strong instead of strength? Because it like it's intended to say strength, but it really just <laughs> or says strong. Like, or like, like chicken noodle soup versus, crazy. and they were like, "Oh, this crazy. means this means tranquility." <laughs> it does it, babe. It says chicken no. noodle soup on it. Yeah. No, so the, it, no, that's super fair. Let's talk about <laughs> the partner's name tat to break up pipeline. Do you have any partner's names tattooed on you? Um. See, like. Not a full name, but okay. like, I have I have initials. You know? Okay, okay, okay. I feel like that's fair. You, you know? kind of get away with that. Yeah, and you know we're not necessarily not together right now. That was kind of a while ago, but like <laughs> you know, I feel like it is like a little bit of a curse because I remember there and this didn't happen to me, but another another artist at the shop, um, uh, one of the artists, Rose, she tattooed these this couple. And uh, one of the one of the girls got her girlfriend's name tattooed on her, and mm. they left. And maybe like an hour later, uh, the girl hit her up was like, "Oh, me and her broke up. Um, can we cover Aaron, this up?" Stop it! Literally, like it would. It, I swear, it it could have not been a, more than an hour later. It's like crazy. It's a curse for real. Y'all need to start listening to other people's stories. An hour, mm-hmm. an hour, an hour, and that happens. Crazy. That happens so often. So, like, whenever I see people get, like, their partner's names or faces, I'm mm-hmm. always like, let's just not, you know? Like, 
I'm thinking about like Krishan yeah. and fucking Blueface. Oh, I'm like, God. I'm just like, let's let's not like like, and it's funny because she just got her her uh her blue face neck tattoo covered up with a rose, yeah. and then like put her son's name underneath, and I'm like, let's avoid names for you, specific like let's very let's, much let's, for you, babe. No names. Yeah, like yeah. I wonder if she ever got uh, uh what was it Jonathan's pussy like over her over her coochie. I wonder if she got that that uh, covered up too. Please just pray for Krishan. Like for real, actually. Yeah, Sean. yeah, because okay. like she seems somewhat nice, you know. She does seem like my, you know, like mildly like nice. I'm like, I, yeah. I feel like it's it's other stuff going on that's causing other things, and I just want to, I just want to pray. I just, I just want to pray. Yeah, for let's, 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 so, let's, let's pray over her. You, you know? know what I mean? What and I'm, about, a, I'm an atheist, so I don't pray, but like, let's pray over her. And, and very fair, you know what I mean? <laughs> How do you feel about red ink tattoos? I feel like they're uh, I, on the rise. <laughs> they are, but I just kind of just hate them to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like uh, one of my one of my homies, she she came into town recently and was like, "Oh, I want to get these this uh, this word tattoo or whatever." I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure, we can do that." And she was like, "Oh, and I want to get it in red." And I'm like, "Oh no, I, don't I can't do that. do that. You can like, do it. You, I won't. Do you it. could you could get it. Yeah. It, it could be it. It's definitely could be done and done nicely, <laughs> but like I hate to do it." Not because like, it just takes it just takes like like damn near like twice as long to do it like oh, does it, it? like yeah because like hmm. and people don't really think about this but like the way that um that like color ink goes into our skin is just a different process um mm. it's just and like it's probably just me it's like probably just a me thing uh like but it just takes me much longer to do it and also sometimes it it's kind of Depending on how you do it, it could heal a little bit lighter, and then you have to go in and touch it up, mm-hmm. um, and that's just kind of a regular thing. Like touch ups aren't a bad thing; it's just you just it's just a normal process that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to have to do that. Like, <laughs> like if I, I just I just don't want to have to do it. And it's, it only happens when it's like line, like when you line something in a color. Like if you just put in the color like with a regular mad shading needle, then it's yeah. cool. But like when you line it in color, it's like it could it could be a little a little particular. Interesting. That's really something obviously someone who doesn't have tattoos and never thought to do a tattoo, like give somebody a tattoo, would think about. I just think that they aren't that attractive, personally. The red they're not really i'd rather i'd rather just you know put it in black please you know what i mean just just, put it in black what's the problem what are we doing it don't have to be more like more difficult than that like just make it black it's okay i'm not understanding yeah like obviously i'm thinking like i think trippy red has red tattoos and a lot of the i guess mm -hmm, all of the right trippy red naturally all of the like soundcloud boys that cohort Mm -hmm. seems to love a red face tat in particular and it Mm -hmm. is odd yeah it is very odd also um rappers have like the worst tattoos ever it it actually is really terrible talk Um, about it like it's like and that kind of goes to show like even if you have money you can still make terrible decisions you know and because most most they rappers, they just be going to whoever the fuck. Like they could, they could just be like, "Oh, my homie got tattooed by this nigga," and just they'll just go to whoever the fuck, you know. A hundred percent. You hate to see it. You really hate to see I, it. I really, I really do, because I just want better tattoos in the world. That's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Go to Aaron, y'all. Stop playing and go to Aaron. Okay, <laughs> let Aaron grace your body. 
You deserve better. Speaking of gracing bodies, what does your tattoo placement say about you? I have a list of placements here, Aaron, mm. and you tell me what you think these placements say about the person who has them. Okay, okay. Okay. A titty tat. Mm. You a little freak bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the first thing that comes to my mind. At all for that response. <laughs> fair. And fair. Absolutely. And especially like the ones where it's like the, the tattoos around the nipples. I'm like, okay, all right, you different. Oh wow. Now that tattoos around the nipples seem wildly painful to me. So you sure absolutely have to be on some freak shit to get some tattoos around the nipples. Mm-hmm. I can't even. Yeah. I got a I got a homegirl. She got like sunflowers around her around her nipples. That's like, probably oh. so pretty. It, it really is, and like they like when she wears certain shirts, like they just be peeking out <gasps> from like the the shirts and the tops and stuff like that. It's just like a nice little a nice little touch. A sunflower is my favorite flower, and that sounds absolutely stunning. <laughs> I don't, I can't withstand the pain. Let me stop pretending like I might do that. I can't. I don't think I can do it. I don't have it. Hey, listen. The bright side is like once you get it done, you don't ever have to get it done in that spot again. That's really true. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to sit on that one. Hand tattoos. Hand tattoos. Um, you a little freak, bitch. Um, <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. Please. <laughs> uh, I feel like when you get hand tattoos, uh, you don't give a fuck about shit. Um, okay and like i mean that in a great way you know mm-hmm. what I mean? you're just or i could mean that in a bad way it depends on the quality of the hand tat if like if you have a shitty hand tat i'm like oh wow you really you don't give a fuck then <laughs> like and when it's a cute hand tat i'm like oh, okay you don't give a fuck i like don't give a fuck you know? okay yeah. yeah different vibes uh-huh yeah different different i don't give a fucks mm-hmm. you know the tattoo placement that i feel like says i don't give a fuck or you don't give a fuck is a rib tat because i know that that one hurts what do you think about a rib tat? Rib tat placement. Uh, a rib tat just means that you got that dog in you. You just like you really like you really got that beef. Cause like my ribs, <laughs> like uh, my chest in general, like the sternum tat I showed you earlier. Yeah. Uh, that was easily my most painful tattoo I've ever had in my Word. life. Like, okay. Like ten out of ten pain. I would do it again. I would do it all over again because mm-hmm. I love the tattoo. But like, yeah, the sternum, ribs, like torso area for me personally, that that's uh, that's that's a spicy, spicy fucking spot. Hmm. I would imagine anything that's bony, like if the ribs, mm-hmm. the sternum, mm-hmm. bony hands, is that also mm-hmm. pain like painful because uh, of the bones? To be honest, like it, it hurt around the knuckles more mm. than anything, but like the actual like hand hand, this, this mm-hmm. was chill. Like I, like both of these were like pretty pretty fucking chill. Wow, um, I'm until I got to the to the knuckles. That like the knuckles and the fingers are the bad the bad parts. That makes sense. Definitely see that neck tat. I see that you have some yeah. neck tats here. Neck tats. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, the yeah, eyes yeah. go far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they dip down a little bit, you know, yeah. just, a, just a teeny little bit. If you're um, listening, Aaron is showing the neck tags on his neck all the way down. Aaron, Aaron are yeah. your pronouns he, his, by the way? I should have asked you this. In the yeah, game. even though I'm kind okay. of like playing with like he, they and shit like that. Uh, but, you know, I don't, I, gender is, is kind of made up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, I'm, flu- I'm, I'm cool with he, the, or he, him. He, they, whatever. Okay. But, I don't care. Okay, cool. Just uh, but, make sure I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Neck tats have been 
are like alluring. They're hypnotizing. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember the first time that I wanted a, hit, a neck tat was actually when I was watching Ink Master. Uh, there was somebody on the show who had like who had like a torch going like up their neck mm-hmm. and shit like that and up like around. I was like, wow, that is that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's big sexy right there. Big um, sexy, okay. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I was like, "Oh, I'm I, I'm still new to tattooing. I don't know like if I'm gonna really be able to be successful with this shit." So I'm like, "Let me hold off on getting like the visible, visible like hand and neck tats mm-hmm. until I solidify myself." Um, but yeah, when I when I actually like felt secure, I was like, "You know, what? let me let me figure out what I want on the front of my neck because I want something that's going people are gonna look at it and be like, and like be hypnotized by the shit the yeah. same way that I was." Love that. Okay. Not, yeah. I, you, the neck tasks that you have are very hypnotizing in general. I feel like eyes overall kind of draw your attention, mm-hmm. obviously, because it's a facial feature and then it's right there on the neck. Yeah. I feel like that's what I've been looking at for a large majority <laughs> of this conversation. <laughs> I've been looking at your neck tattoos because mm-hmm. there's oh, eyes there. You. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's they're, definitely the one that people like comment on the most. Mm-hmm. They're very cool. I also really oh, like cool. eye tattoos overall. Yeah, they're really fucking cool. Mm hmm. I also yeah, I like, can't. I, I just, I just stare at him. Mm-hmm. I used to get eye nail art because I just mm. like eyes. Maybe that should be. If I do get my first tattoo, maybe that should be it. Yeah, maybe I should get that, some that eye might shit. be the one. Mm-hmm. Give me some. Yeah, just get a, just get a third eye right on your forehead. Please. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Speaking of forehead tats, this is a good segue. That was a really good segue. Speaking of forehead uh. tats, I want to talk about celebrities that have memorable mm-hmm. tattoos we can start with amber rose you know she has her mm-hmm. kid tattooed yeah on her forehead like, or uh, something yeah 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 uh that's uh celebrities are insane i'll say that like they, i'm terrified and like see the thing is they could do that type of stuff because like they're celebrities they don't mm-hmm. really have to like be normal people ever again right hopefully you never really know yeah. that's the whole i feel like you're taking a big risk amber mm, i mean amber ain't gonna be applying to mcdonald's no time soon very you fair. know very fair yeah i'm like yeah <laughs> most like if anything i mean like uh like worst case scenario uh amber could always go back to stripping and like you know and that's nobody, fine for that you know, mm-hmm. nobody is going to, like, be looking at your forehead as a stripper. Not concerned. Or, if worst case scenario, you go to OnlyFans and it's kind of part of the allure. It's kind of part of the brand mm-hmm. or that mm-hmm. type of thing. So Exactly. You might, yeah. you might be all right. Yeah. Amber might be all right. Eve and her paw prints on the titty tops. See, I haven't, like, I, I kind of remember them, but, like, I don't at all. You but don't also, really like, remember them? Nah, like, cause like, like I told you, I didn't really pay attention to tattoos back in the, back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I like, I kind of remember that cause I remember her on Eve and shit like that, yes. which is, it still kind of blows me that Eve's character name was not Eve on it the show. It was Shelly. That's so I'm like, what fucking is, crazy. I'm like, what are we fucking doing here? Use your brains, y'all. Why did y'all do that? It was Why weird. Why did y'all name the show Eve? Why did you name the show Eve and call her Shelly and have the theme song, Evie? Anyways. Okay. That, sure. like, you know. It, there's some there. type of cognitive cognitive dissonance going on where it's, it it just don't make no fucking sense. Don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, mm. but uh, I guess paw prints are kind of weird because I love cats and I have like seven different <gasps> cat tattoos across my body. Um, but I don't really give a fuck about paw print tattoos. Okay, because like, they're usually done in a shitty way. 
Okay, that's fair. And Eve got her popper tattoos when she was 18. They look fine to me, but this is also mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't have tattoos. So I don't know. They look fine. But I'm wondering if, if she's, you know, I don't imagine 18 year olds really getting good tattoos. Oh, no, nah, not at all. I think, um, like, I don't think this should be like a legal thing. But like, I feel like you probably should wait until like you like 20, 21 to 25 to like yeah. start getting some tattoos. Because like, I'm very glad I didn't get covered at 18 because I would have had yes. completely different fucking tattoos now than I would or then when that I would now. Yeah. Um, it's usually when an 18 year old comes to me, it's like, oh, I want, uh, you know, my my grandma's name tattooed on my wrist or like, you know, I want like a cross or something like that or uh, some type of like death date of somebody that died in their lives and shit like that. And like, that's not a bad thing, but it's like, like with memorial tattoos specifically let's do something a little bit original like instead of like somebody's death date how about you tattoo their favorite thing on your body oh you know? that's if a they really, really like yeah like if they really liked fucking i don't know bicycles get a bicycle tattoo if they really um loved golden girls um i'm thinking about that because the kids yeah episode. Uh, <laughs> like uh get get fucking betty white tattooed on your fucking chest or something i don't know <laughs> that's funny now betty white chest tat is fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's, let's let's do let's do a little something something interesting to like make you really remember somebody or like you know if somebody wants their kid's name what's your kid's favorite toy wow this is really good points i've never considered anything like that that makes so much sense and most people don't Mm -hmm. and that's fine you know but like i (laughs) and that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) okay maybe you should consider it (laughs) you know but it's it's my job to help like think of ideas you know i'm Mm -hmm. never gonna you know be like your idea shit you know i'm never gonna do that but like i'll be like hey Let's, what about some other options? Perhaps, right. Perhaps we do something yeah. else. Okay, what about <laughs> Tupac's notorious thug life tattoo on the torso? Uh, it's funny because somebody like uh, somebody just reached out to me. Like it was this white dude that was like, "Oh, do you think it would be appropriate for me to get Thug Life in bubble letters tattooed on me?" I'm like, I'm just not even gonna respond to this. And actually, bubble letters uh, is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't even want to even give you a response because like like whether it's appropriate or not like i mean you probably gonna get it anyway you're gonna fucking get it like oh yeah no no yeah um yeah but uh i don't know it's a thug life is a cool tattoo yeah you know but it's it's tupac's tattoo it's tupac's tattoo that's the whole thing i'm like i don't know it's just so iconic it is tupac's tattoo and it Mm. was very iconic on him is very iconic on him yeah the only tattoo i could see that i like to reproduce that as like a popular tattoo like um and this is actually funny this is the first tattoo that i think about when i think of a really really good tattoo is uh rihanna's like uh like That's what I was uh, the uh, underboob tattoo goddess underboob tattoo yeah um, that was like the first tattoo i saw i was like oh wow that is beautiful like, i agree yeah and like Looking back on it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Every time I see it again, I'm like, yeah, no, that's hard. And I've, like, done that tattoo on somebody in my own, like, way and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I still love that tattoo, you know? Uh-huh. That was the first tattoo where I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm paying attention now. This, this, I'm paying attention. Never, I don't even be mm-hmm. thinking about tattoos. But now I'm paying attention. That one looks, that one looks great. Yeah. 
a very sexy placement, a very well done looking tattoo, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, it's fucking hot. And like, uh, it works for Rihanna. You know what I mean? And it's it like, works for Rihanna. It's so Rihanna. It is so her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Piscean, yeah. too. I believe she's a Pisces. And it gives me oh, it gives me real? Piscean energy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mike Tyson and his face tattoo. He has like, I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. There's something. Over the here. the little tribal shit. It's a tribal, yeah, like uh, tattoo. Mike Tyson is such an interesting person. His like growth as an individual throughout the last like decade has been such a such a a unique journey that I never expected, never mm-hmm. even thought to think about. But like, it's been so refreshing to see. Uh, I'm pretty sure he said that he. I don't know if he said re- he regretted the tattoo, but I'm sure if he didn't, he would rethink getting it now. Um, oh, okay, that's fair. I'm about to say, because why does he still have it then? Get it off if you regret it. Laser is an interesting process. That shit hurts. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting my back lasered, lasered right now. Yeah. Um, oh, fun fact. Uh, I, and I guess this could apply to any tattoo artist who's watching this right now. Um, if you're a tattoo artist, you could get free tattoo removals from this company called Removery. Uh, they're like all across the country and shit like that. Um, so yeah, if you're a tattoo artist um, and you want some fucking tattoos removed, like you just show up there, show up to any one of them, like show them your business card or Instagram or some shit, and yeah, they'll remove the tattoo for you for free. Um, nice. And like, I have this back piece that I actually really love. It's like a nice back piece, but it's like kind of like medium sized on my back, mm-hmm. and I got it before I started tattooing. Mm-hmm. So since I started tattooing, I just saw all these really dope, amazing full body back pieces. And like the back piece I want, I'm like, I want something like that, but this tattoo is in the way. So I'm glad I'm getting it removed because I could really like get a nice, beautiful, full back piece now. I'm excited to see the back piece when it comes along. Please feel free to share it with us. Oh, 100%. If, of course, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to, I'm sure you're going to share it. <laughs> Who else has, inter- oh, Lil Wayne and his teardrop. I think he has teardrops on his face. Pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think he does. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're nigga tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're nigga tattoos. Cool. Absolutely, 100. percent That yes. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever killed anybody. Um, I'm not really sure. I think the only person he might have shot was himself. But that's really mm-hmm. about it. And we do know that that took place. We we yeah. Were there for you that. know, I'm glad mm-hmm. he's still here. You know, Me t- I mean? I'm actually really glad Lil Wayne is still here. Also, help Lil Wayne. Some. some I'm concerned for Lil Wayne. I'm concerned for Krishan. Mm. There's some concern going yeah. on overall. Very happy. That I think he's I think he's looking us. he's looking better now though. I will say okay. that he's looking he's looking real real healthy now. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, but yeah, keep keep a keep a let's let's keep an angel over over Lil Wayne. You know. Absolutely. Watch out for for the boy Lil Wayne. Aaron, is there yeah. anything else you want to say about tattoos, tattooing? Any other thoughts? Um. I don't know. I just want I just want black people to go to good artists who appreciate them and their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever have to question whether a tattoo artist might work with your skin or whatever, um, you probably shouldn't go to them because uh, if you have to question it, then they're not doing a good job showing that they can do it. Uh, so yeah, go to uh, go to people who appreciate you, who appreciate you, who love you. Um, if so, if you go to an artist and they say, they just make a blanket statement and say, oh, you can't get this done without actually explaining like, like the, the science behind it or something like that. Cause like, like there might be legitimate reasons as to why you can't get certain things done, mm-hmm. but like, 
there's very few things like that. Like I could do pretty much any color on anybody. I can do mm-hmm. any style on somebody like, uh, but there might be particular things with like, if you have eczema or like if you have rough skin or something like that, but like that don't really have too much to do with like your melanin, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like if they're just making a blanket statement, like, Oh, black people can't get color or black people can't get this or black people can't get that. And just saying that as a overall thing. Yeah. You know, find somebody else. It's not, you, you know, just find somebody who actually works with us. Because uh, most of the time, those people saying it aren't working with Black people regularly. Super fair. Super fair. Thank you for coming on, Aaron. It was so good to have you. Please let the folks yeah. know where they can find you online or any projects you're working on. Yeah, this was fun. I appreciate you. Uh, y'all can find me on, uh, on Instagram, TikTok, at... Uh, Aaron Davis tattoos. Uh, that's A A R O N because people get my name wrong all the time. Uh, yes. You know, people do E R I N A A E Y R N A R I N. I don't know what that's like. Hey, listen, listen, listen. People, people find ways. They find ways to fuck it up. That's crazy because A A R O N feels like the original spelling of Aaron. You know, that feels like the standard one. Like. I, I don't know what to tell niggas. You know, no. like it's like just just spell it the regular way. I'm that's it. <laughs> that's super fair. Okay. <laughs> Great. You can find me per usual at BPLP Pod across Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can email me at blackpeoplelovepiramore at gmail.com with episode topic recommendations, hate mail, feedback, or anything else. Okay, bye y'all.